Today's show is always being brought to you by TheEnclosed.com. Guys, you like panties, right? I'm not saying you like to wear them like me. I like to wear panties, but, uh, you know, this is me. Um, of course you love panties. You love your, your woman in panties. And uh, here's something that will make you look like a goddamn rock star. Go to TheEnclosed.com, um, sign up, pick out a pair of panties, and you can send her a pair of panties through the mail for three months, six months, nine months, or 12 months. And every month, she gets a new pair of panties from all around the world, all these different awesome places. And they're high-end, uh, like luxurious high-end panties. And not only that, they come in a sleek black box. They've got rose petals in, in the box. And they're just, uh, it's just cool. So... If you want to look like a rock star to her and all of her friends, I'm guaranteeing you, uh, once she gets this, she's going to take pictures of it. She's going to post it all over Facebook, all over Twitter, all over Instagram, and she's going to hashtag your name, and then you get side booty from, I'm just kidding. Uh, or maybe, I mean, maybe, maybe you get some uh, some prime side booty from it. Nothing, no booty like side booty, I always say. That's my motto. It's on my business card. The, the enclosed dot com t h e e n l c can we do it again t h e e n c l o s e d the enclosed dot com from the studios powered by the enclosed dot com enclosed dot com powered by the enclosed dot com this is the fastest growing podcast in America. America. Welcome to the Kramer Show. All right, welcome into the show for uh, July the 26th. Just in a really, really shit mood today. Ugh. So check this out. So um, yesterday morning... I, uh, I'm sitting here at work and I try to make a phone call and it won't go through. And I'm like, what the fuck? Why will, why will it not go through? It, uh, it said that, uh, our service has been interrupted. I'm like, well, that's weird. And, and by the way, this is, uh, not an advertisement for this company, but let me tell you something. If you are tired of paying so much money for your fucking phone bill, um, we did this about two years ago and it is awesome. Uh, we use Ting. So if you're on the sprint network and you want to switch over you can use ting and our phone bill went down from like 250 300 a month to it's about 50 or 60 bucks you know a month it's nothing so anyway so my phone's off and and uh my wife does our bills right so i'm like why the fuck so now i'm i'm here at work and i can't call anybody and uh you know and and uh, so by the afternoon, I'm really frustrated because I can't get through to my wife and I can't get through to my son. I don't know, you know, I don't know where anybody is. Nobody's picking up any phones. Um, so then I call home, you know, our home number, and it gives me this weird message. Like, uh, <clears throat> here's what it says <clears throat> when I call home. All right. Is that coming through? Is that picking up? Please hold for a 
Anyway, it says, we're sorry, you, you, this number cannot take any phone calls at this time. And I'm like, well, that's weird. So our phone is off. What is it? Now the cable is off? Fuck, you got to be kidding me. So now at this point, I'm thinking, okay, I don't have a phone. And when I get home, I'm not going to be able to watch, you know, I'm not going to be able to watch Netflix. And I'm going to be pissed off. It's weird. And I just, I kept, it just, I kept thinking it's weird. So at like 3.30, uh, the uh, lady from the front desk, one of them comes in here and she's like, hey, your wife and son are at the front. I was like, what? So I go up there and uh, my wife comes in. They come into the studio and she gives me a piece of paper. And the piece of paper says, attention occupants, electric service to these premises has been disconnected. It says, amount past due, $933.07. Reconnection fee, $35. Total required for reconnection, $968.07. Fucking cents. I go, so, well, what are you going to do? I mean, what are you doing? Uh, And she goes, well, our phones are off, and they're not back on yet, so I I need to use the uh, phone here to call and pay it. I was like, Christy, you got to be kidding me, man. Our phones are off. Our electricity is off. That That is not cool. So you can imagine the panic, right? I mean, you're talking no cell phone and no power. So I'm I'm in a tizzy, man. I'm just, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm very stuck in my ways. Okay, first of all, you know, I mean, I have a very um, odd... I, I I don't know I, I existence I guess I I should say I I do this I do that then I go here then I do that and I like it it's I have a system in place with everything in my life and when the system gets fucked with I'm all out of whack I'm like a crazy person really I mean I am like um fucking Rain Man I mean I got you know. Uh, every day I like to I mean, just boom, 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 boom. And then so when I get when I go home, I have, you know, what I like to do. I, I, I'm, I'm like anybody. I, I relax. I do my thing like you do yours. And it's uh, after a stressful, long day, uh, I like to go home and, you know, veg out in front of the television. So she's here and she's she goes into one of the uh, studios and she's uh calling them and i can feel myself getting more angry and more angry and more angry and more angry and i'm like oh god just try to calm down and my blood pressure is raising up and i can oh i can feel it so we go home and we i uh it's uh i have a battery operated thing in my uh bedroom and it's 74 degrees i'm like well that's not bad not too bad Meanwhile, it's dark already, you know, it's, it's getting dark in there and cash and her lighting candles and, and there's nothing, you know, like when you walk in a house, there's no electricity, there's nothing. I want you to think about something. When you walk inside your house, listen to what's happening. Don't look, listen to it. Like, especially if you have kids, you know, and I've always, I've always called our lives mine and Christy and my son, I call our lives this machine because I feel like it's this this 
whacked out machine of there's there's cats and there's dogs and there's kids and TVs and computers and music and you know the, the, it's this this sound because I'm in radio and I always have been and so I look at life I, I I use my ears a lot a lot and you know what it didn't really hit me until last night just how true of a statement that is I listen to life as much as I look at it to a detriment because if you know something changes I'm I'm all out so I'm already I'm all, I'm stressed out right because we don't have power we don't have phones so I go home and it's just as quiet as it can be it's just the the oddest thing so I sit down in the recliner and we hang out we do some stuff and now I'm now I'm starving and you know there's shit going bad in the refrigerator and uh, there's no there's no light there's nothing so then my kid uh says hey you know what dad I got a, a fan it's battery operated in my room and I was like what so he goes and comes back and he's got this black fan and uh, it's battery operated, so he turns it on and puts it right by right by me, and I'm like, "Wow, that's nice." Meanwhile, ten o'clock comes, eleven o'clock comes, twelve o'clock comes, and it is blazing. And we have the windows up, but that's not doing a thing because it's so humid. So today, uh, I come to work, and my wife told me, "Okay, well, the power is supposed to be back on in the morning." All right. So I come here, uh, 9 o'clock, 10 o'clock, 11 o'clock. I don't hear anything. So I run home. Uh, there's nothing happening there. It's like noon. So I come back to the radio station. I called the power company. I said, hey, when's the power going to be back on? They go, well, and, and she was a real snot to me. And she's like, well, it'll, it'll be on at some point today, sir. At some point today. Just randomly at some point during the day it'll be on by the close of business oh i'm sweaty have you ever oh taken a shower when there's no air conditioning oh that it, it is such a pain and the dick how did people get by before we had air conditioning how did we do it I mean, I was just before we had electricity, period. What the fuck did they do? They sit around and just sweat and bitching about it? Oh, you should have heard the griping that was coming out of all of our mouths last night. It just was fucking uncomfortable. It was nasty and sweaty. And then I fell asleep in the uh in our big lounge chair. I'm sticking to it. I'm having dreams about being lit on fucking fire. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I was so miserable. I'm still absolutely fucking miserable. I hate the summer. I hate it. I really, I mean, I just, I, I, I would rather the power be out and it be zero degrees outside than the power be out and it be, you know, 90 just it's because then you can put clothes on you can do like a kerosene thing or you can light a fire wrap up in blankets but god damn it i mean if it's a thousand degrees what are you gonna do what can you do there's no i mean there's no ice everything all the ice is melted fuck 
It's the most uncomfortable time of the year The temperature's soaring, the sweat it is pouring down the crack in my rear It's the most uncomfortable time of the year My lawn, it is toasting, the old folks are roasting Don't leave them out in the heat and it sure is not pretty when your crotch gets all sweaty and perfectly shrink wraps your meat. It's the most uncomfortable time of the year. Well, my yard, it needs wetting. That fat guy is sweating. What's he doing here? It's the most uncomfortable time of the year. All right. So the uh, Democratic National Convention uh, is going on. <clears throat> and uh, Al Franken and uh, Sarah Silverman spoke at the convention last night. And Sarah called out the Bernie Sanders supporters because they wouldn't stop chanting his name. Hillary. He told us to stretch, so I figured I'd add that. They made me cut off my speech, and now we have to stretch. Oh, I have so much I want to say. Well, okay, we, you know, what? Listen to that, listen to that. Listen to what you did. This is a comedian. This is the power of comedy. Thank God they can fix this in post. Oh. Wow. It's so hard to see Al Franken in that role. I see him on TV and I'm like, whoa. Um, then Michelle Obama spoke. Uh, she got in a uh, not-so-subtle shot at Bernie Sanders supporters for how they've reacted since he lost. And when she didn't win the nomination eight years ago, she didn't get angry or disillusioned. You know, I don't, I don't know why Bernie thought he was, you know, he had a chance. No one, I mean, no one in their right mind thought that Bernie Sanders had a, had a true shot. Um, he's just, you know, so... Uh, Bernie Sanders came on strong for Hillary last night in his con uh, in his convention speech. What did he say? Any objective observer will conclude that based on her ideas and her leadership, Hillary Clinton must become the next president of the United States. And then he talked to his supporters before the convention started yesterday, and he got booed when he said they had to elect Hillary Clinton. Um, I, his own people were booing him. That's how they do it, man. They tow the line. I, I can't imagine towing that fucking political line. You know, you, you run against someone. It's, it's so brutal. 
You know, these guys, they run against each other in the primaries, and they say the most awful shit. And then after the primaries are over and they, they you know, they put a candidate up, then they got to suck it up and they got to go suck his dick on stage. And it's like, you, you know, you spent nine, 12 months slamming the shit out of, like Donald Trump, you know, over and over and over again. They slammed the shit out of him because he deserved it, you know? And then, like Ted Cruz says, you know what? Fuck him. I'm not endorsing him. You want me to speak? Okay. I, I, I uh, got to give Ted Cruz some props for that. You know, because you, you fuck with my family and you start fucking talking about my wife and my father and all that stuff. And then, you know, and you're, you're, being, you're taking personal shots, but you want me to endorse you for the presidency? Blow me. No. I despise Ted Cruz, but I think, you know, by doing that, he said it, he said it, you know, he set the bar pretty high. Chris Christie sucking that dick. Perry from Texas sucking that dick. Boy, I, I mean, it's, it's crazy. They'll take shots and give shots and go back and forth. Mike Huckabee said, uh, you know, if you can't stand that, if if that's something that bothers you, then you shouldn't be in politics. Well, you know what? Fuck that. I mean, <clears throat> just because, but that doesn't, you know, you can take someone giving you shots. That doesn't mean you have to like them. And that doesn't certainly doesn't mean that you have to endorse them. No way, dude. Not in a million years could I do that. Not in a million years. Oh, oh my God. Listen to this shit from Michelle Obama. That is the story of this country. The story that has brought me to this stage tonight. The story of generations of people who felt the lash of bondage, the shame of servitude, the sting of segregation, but who kept on striving and hoping and doing what needed to be done so that today I wake up every morning in a house that was built by slaves. And, and I watch my daughters, two beautiful, intelligent black young women, playing with their dogs on the White House lawn. And, be, and because of Hillary Clinton, my daughters and all our sons and daughters now take for granted that a woman can be president of the United States. I I loathe Michelle Obama uh, to the point of absurdity, and uh, that's why I don't really even talk about her because I'm gonna, I'll wind up getting myself in some kind of trouble. I mean, I loathe. I, I don't even know how I I can't properly put into words how much I despise Michelle Obama. I really cannot. I will say this, if you're a black person or if you're, you know, of any ethnicity or any religion or gender or whatever, and you use something that happened over a hundred years ago as an excuse not to excel, then you're just fucking retarded. Okay. We, at some point in our culture have got to get over the slavery hump and, uh, you know, I wrote about this the other day, and I wrote a, I wrote this long post, and I was gonna post it, and I was like, nah. I, I mean, I'm I I don't I I didn't even 
I was like, I'm not even gonna, I'm not gonna put it down into words. I'll talk about it on the show, but I'm not gonna put it down into words on the computer. I mean, at some point, we got to get over it, guys. You know, I mean, I, no one living was a slave owner. No one, and no one in in America right now thinks that we should go back to slavery. No one, unless you're, you know, uh, David Duke or some fucking imbecile. But for the majority of people in this country, we, we, we've gotten over that. You know, we, we we don't look at I don't look at black people as second class citizens. I don't look at black people and think, well, you know, they're they're not worthy of the same job I have. Fuck that. I don't look at it that way. And neither do most people. Ninety nine point nine 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 percent of people out there um, do not look at it that way. And a lot of black people have a chip on their shoulder about about racism and it just propels and then michelle obama gets up and says that shit and what does that do that doesn't do anybody any good i mean okay so you're proud but why did you have to bring why did you have to bring slavery into it why i'm just you know i get incensed by that i'm you to me it's an excuse and even though michelle obama wasn't using it as an excuse the whole racism thing, the whole slavery thing starts to become an excuse. I can't do this. I don't get this. I don't, you know, I, I don't get uh, to further my life because of that. No, stop it. It gets old. Mm. Here's Ken Jong. Uh, he did a video last night for the convention about how Donald Trump um, makes most of his products overseas. Hi, I'm comedian Ken Jung. I once jumped naked out of a car in a movie. And I'm Austin Goolsby, former chairman of the Council of Economic Advisors and a member of President Obama's cabinet. So are you on the Trump train now? No, Donald Trump is a complete... Shh. Donald's talking. Remember we used to have made in the USA, right? When was the last time you've seen... Yeah, you make stuff right here. <laughs> what? He didn't do that. What do you mean he didn't do that? There's all kinds of Trump stuff. Hotels, suits, ties, furniture, glassware. I mean, look at this Trump shirt. Made in good old Bangladesh. What, um, yeah, Trump tie. Probably made in Pennsylvania. China? Mexico? What the Trump cufflinks? China. Trump vodka? The Netherlands. Trump crystal barware? Slovenia. Holy Melania! So, Austin. Donald Trump says he will bring back jobs to America when he himself made millions outsourcing his own Donald Trump stuff to be made everywhere else? That is a pretty astute observation, Ken. Man, scene. I think that was great. Did we get, yeah, we got everything we needed. That's awesome. So when is he going to jump out of a trunk naked? Um, yeah, I mean, Donald Trump was on. Remember when uh, Donald Trump was on Letterman? Years, I mean, it had to be about two, three years ago. And uh, so Letterman brings out the ties and the shirts. He's like, so uh, these are really beautiful. I love this shirt. Look at these ties. They're so beautiful. What, now, where did you have these made? Where were these made? And he looks at the label and he goes, Bangladesh, China. Hmm. Donald Trump did not even know what to say. He didn't. That was the one time Donald Trump didn't know what to say. He just looks at the camera and smiles. Folks, the, these people, none of them, they don't care. They don't care about you. They don't care about this country. They care about the power of the office. Uh, I got into an, an argument the other day on Facebook, and I said, I'm not fucking voting. I'm not voting. When you vote, 
you know, you're you're saying that you endorse the policies and the the behavior and the speech and everything else of that particular candidate. And somebody goes, uh, well, you know, well, you got to think about the Supreme Court. Fuck it. Fuck it. When we get into when we get into the shitty shape that we're in, we got into the shitty shape we're in because of misinformed people uh, being gullible. And I am not one of those misinformed, gullible people. So I'm not voting. So when shit starts burning, fuck it. <laughs> That's how my mood is. I can sum up everything in my mood today by saying, fuck it. Second. Back in a second. The Kramer Show. You know, by the way, I don't like this mic. Whoever the hell brought this mic system, don't the son of a bitch to put it in, I'll tell you. He's people. No, this mic is terrible. Stupid mic keeps popping. Do you hear that, George? Don't pay him. Don't pay him. You know, I believe in paying. But when somebody does a bad job, like this stupid mic, you shouldn't pay the best, sir. Terrible. Terrible. It's true. And you got to be tough with your people because they'll pay. They don't care. They'll pay. So we're not going to pay. I guarantee you I'm not paying for this mic. Every every two every two minutes I hear like boom, 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 boom. This is The Kramer Show.